Welcome to Him for Her Radio, women's hot topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Suge Burry. What happened if you say what you want to say? Hello, ladies. I missed you from the last time we were together. My name is Sugbury, and this is Him for Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. Oh, ladies, I got a hot topic for you today. It is on finances. Yep, a conversation you and I normally wouldn't have over a glass of wine. Finances, real women Real struggles is what we're talking about today. And I have two terrific guests with me. My returning friend, Tony Parr. Tony, thank you so much for coming on. Pleasure to be with you again, Shug. And his beautiful wife, Christine. Christine, I have heard so much about you and you are real. So I'm so glad to finally meet you. Thank you, Christine, for coming on. Thank you, Shug. Ladies, let me tell you a little bit about both of them. Um, today's topic, like I said, is real women, real struggles. And ladies, you know, stuff hits the fan. Life happens. We need to know how to deal with life, not only in Christ, but also financially. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to get real on these stories. And Christine Parr is a graphic designer and a marketing director for Pitt Productions. Christine has been a freelance graphic designer since 96, working on all aspects of advertising. But the cool thing is in 2019, she added the role of marketing director to where? Parr McKnight Wealth Management Group. And that's where Tony works. How coincidental. I'm so excited for you. You are assisting in rebranding, creating new websites, and generating new ideas to enhance their contact and communication with clients. So I'm so thankful you're on, Christine. Tell me about your life a little bit. Tell me about your kids. Um, How many do you have? I have two. I have three beautiful children. I have a 24-year-old and a 21-year-old and a 17-year-old. The first two are boys, and then I have a little girl named Lily. And Lily, you adopted her, right? I adopted her at the age of five uh, from Beijing, China. From Beijing, China. And I, I love Tony's line. He said she is... My delightful challenge. Delightful. (laughs) That's what teenagers are. They're delightful challenges. I absolutely love it. We're going to talk about your background and your history a little bit about your 24 years of a tough marriage, your divorce. We're going to get into the finance. We're going to get Are you okay with this? Because I'm a real woman. Can we talk about it? Remember Joan Rivers? Joan Rivers would say, can we talk? Yes. We're going to talk about this, Christine. (laughs) So, you know, just get ready on that. And Tony, are you even in the room? Because I already love your wife. (laughs) She's so awesome. I'm thinking about stepping out and just letting you two go at it. You know what? No offense, but she is a pretty terrific person. (laughs) Uh, Ladies, Tony Parr is partner and president of the Parr McKnight Wealth Management Group. Where can they find you if they want to look you up? Oh, I think it's easy enough just to go to Google and put in Parr McKnight Wealth Management. We're based in Minneapolis, and uh, that's probably the best way. And it's P-A-R-R, ladies. And I got to brag on my friend here. Tony's team was recently honored by Forbes magazine as one of the top advisors in Minnesota. That's no small feat. That is a big deal, ladies. So if you are a little nervous about investing your money or working with someone to advise you, I got to tell you, you can trust these guys. Why? Because not only they top, not only they're excellent, but they're Christians. Tony is a Christian, and I'm super pumped about that. We've had John, another one of your partners on before, Mm -hmm. and uh, it was one of our best shows. I just love it. 
Um, you also lead um, in Eden Prairie, a Lamplighter's Bible study group. So he is walking the walk, ladies. But we're going to get into the meat of this. Again, thank you so much for coming on. Finances is really an issue, Christine. I'm, I'm looking at you. Tony will be with you in a second. Uh, Christine, finances is an issue with a lot of women. Mm-hmm. So can you share with us a little bit of your story? And then we're going to jump to Tony about how you guys met and how you guys got okay, together. Sure. Um, and first, I just want to say hello, everybody out there. And I know that no two stories are the same. So I'm not pretending that I know everyone's struggles at all. But I'm just kind of sharing a little bit about what I went through. Because mine's, I think, kind of a, a majority story. Um, I was married for a, to a man for 24 years. We lived on a two-income household. We lived in a suburban house. We had two kids. We had two dogs. We were living paycheck to paycheck. But, you know, we made it work. And then we got divorced, unfortunately. And when that happened, I went off on my own and lived in a townhome. And that's when, you know, you really had to figure out, how am I going to make this work? I had Mm -hmm. no spousal maintenance. I had no um, alimony. And I had no child support. So we kind of went our separate ways. And the first thing that I did was write out a spreadsheet. And I just kind of figured out, well, I've got a, a mortgage payment and I've got and a homeowners association payment, and I've got a car payment, an insurance payment. You know, I've got all your electrical bills, etc. So you write down everything that you need, hmm. and then I tried to figure it out, and I thought, oh my gosh, I'm not going to make it. So as that happened, I had to turn to well, first I turned to the church mm-hmm. because when I go to, when I found that I could hang with the tribe that I really felt comfortable with and had the support that I needed there, um, it just gave me the reset button that I needed every Sunday to just say. I'm going to go and I'm just going to be the best person that I can be. And I'm going to just take it one day at a time. And I'm just going to build that, get that strength from God and from the people that were surrounding me when I went to church. Mm. So that was the first step. Then I was able to figure out, okay, what can I cut back on? You know, what, how am I going to make this ends meet? Because when I got to the end of the month, I didn't have, I was in the red. Mm. So I didn't have the money to pay for all the bills that I had. So what was I going to do? So I had to do things like, and and this is just keeping it very simple, but I had to stop buying stuff I didn't need. You know, it's like, yes, I wanted that beautiful red sweater mm-hmm. in the in the store window, but I knew that I couldn't afford that right now. So that was just going to be put on the back burner. Um, I was driving a used car and I just had to make sure I took care of it. Mm-hmm. You know, if it needed an oil change, that's money well spent because you need to take care of your cars. Cars can last a long time when you take care of it. Um, I just tried to live within the means of, you know, mow your own lawn, stop coloring your hair, buy a box for a while. Unfortunately, sometimes that's what you have to do, Mm -hmm. right? Don't get your nails done. You know, with my daughter, maybe we would do a little mani-pedi at night with our own files and paint our own nails and stuff like that. Um, Do not carry a monthly credit card balance. If I couldn't, you know, obviously I had to put some things on the credit card, but I had to pay it off every month, mm-hmm. and that was part of my plan as well. Uh, we did a lot of not eating out. We had to stay home, and we had to make our own meals, and it was a lot healthier, and it was a lot more fun, and it mm-hmm. gave us together time as a family to cook in the kitchen and stuff like that. So things like giving up your Starbucks, you know, just little things that you have to do and sacrifice that might not be that big of a deal, but in the long run, they save a ton of money in the end, mm-hmm. and so that was part of the way that I think real women can make ends meet and still feel good about themselves. 
So you're in a situation where after a 28 years, that what you 24 said? year marriage, 24 year marriage mm-hmm. is done. Now you are raising your kids, the dogs, you've got uh, mortgage payments, you've got bills. He's not helping you whatsoever. Nope. I can't imagine how not only scary that would be, but you know, I'm sure it was a few sleepless nights for you as you're praying and talking to God about how can I make this thing happen? And there were a lot of tears. Yeah, I bet. I bet. And then Tony Parr comes in the picture. Mm-hmm. Tony, can you tell us a little bit about uh, your story together and how you met and then we'll continue from there. Oh, I moved to uh, Minnesota from Mexico in 1976. It was fifth grade, and that's when I first laid my eyes on beautiful Christine. Fifth grade, fifth wow. grade, yes. <laughs> and uh, the story goes uh, that we didn't we didn't date in middle school. We didn't date in high school. We didn't go to college together. Um, but uh, she reminded me that I gave her her first kiss in mm. sixth grade. And since we hadn't seen each other, this didn't come up. I didn't remember, which kind of caused me some trouble, but I didn't remember until (laughs) we met again. I volunteered and she volunteered to be on the planning committee for our 30th high school reunion. Oh, fast forward. Wow. And uh, it was an interesting scene because it was me and like six of the hot chicks from high school. Yeah. Did you plan that, Tony? uh, You know, I didn't I didn't see the attendance. I had a genuine intent to help, but uh, but it it turned out pretty well. Right on. So we're. So we're sitting at the table and all these women, except for Christine, were gossiping and we're an hour into the planning thing and we hadn't gotten to who are we inviting? Uh, where's this going to be? Now, what food on, is going to be hang served? On a second, hang on a okay. I already know Christine somewhat and the word gossip would not be the word. You know the word Thank I use? You. We are solving the problems of the world mm-hmm. in a conversation. That's oh, what that is, Tony. Is that what it was? Because <laughs> then I should have interrupted. I should have participated. But I reached in my briefcase. I pulled out seven sheets of paper. I passed them around. I gave everybody a pen. I said, ladies, let's quit the gossip. Let's get on this. And she won't admit to this. I'm sure you I, want I, them all over with that comment. I, I think she might have had a glass of wine when she said this. And she said, God, I hate men. Because I just taken control <laughs> of the meeting, defined the outline, put the agenda together. And uh, so then we fast forward to the night of the reunion. Yeah. And... Um, uh, she was looking really good, so I yeah. went and grabbed her by the uh, by the elbow, and I pulled her over to a booth and outside the party room, and uh, I said, "Tell me about this hate, I hate men comment." And she said, uh, "Talked a little bit about her dad was tough, and yeah. ex husband was tough." And then she pokes her finger in my chest and says, "And do you remember what you did to me in sixth grade?" And apparently, it was the last day of school, and I asked her to meet me in the back stairwell, and I, I laid one on her. And a kiss that is yeah, not a, a kiss. not a swat. And it, and it didn't go very well, did it, honey? <laughs> no, it didn't. He stuck his tongue in my mouth, and oh, I went you home were and fast cried. Over. Oh my gosh! That, but that's that's the way it worked. I thought so. Okay, TMI. Yeah, TMI. So anyway, um, I asked her if I could have a redo, and uh, the rest is history. We were married on uh, February fourteenth last year. A redo, a redo, a redo from a sixth grade terrible yes. kiss. Yes. Yeah, I love it. I love it. How romantic. Yes. Okay, so uh, if you're just tuning in, ladies, this is hilarious. I love it, and and not only it's hilarious, but it's true. Real women, real struggles. The, the ups and the highs and the lows that we have in finances as women. Again, we've got Tony Parr and his beautiful wife Christine here with me today, and we are talking about money and situations and life and how that just happens. And ladies, more than anything, the three of us discussed our aim to this whole thing is to empower you, to enlighten you, and to educate you. And we're going to do it with fun as well. 
Um, and this is Sugbury, Him for Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. Send your topic ideas to himforministries.org, and we will put them on the air. Again, thank you, Tony Parr and Christine Parr, for coming on. I'm going to jump right back into the scenario where you're at. Okay, you two have married. You're together. But before that, Christine, share me, share with me a little bit about some wisdom that you might want to share with the women that are listening that would find themselves in the same situation. Well, I'm going to go to a Bible verse for that, and it's 2 Corinthians 12, 10. And it says, That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And Tony's version is a little bit easier and shorter, and it says, Don't say, why me? Say, try me. Bring it on. Bring it on. Mm -hmm. So when you find yourself in a situation where you're struggling and you don't think that you can handle it on your own, then you just have to say, Lord, help me. Come into, and really, Jesus. I just love the word Jesus. Do you know that the name Jesus has so much power in it? There's power in the name of Jesus Christ. And ladies, if you're in a tough situation, as Christine has shared, just say his name. Jesus, I need you. I need help. And Christine had shared with us after a 24-year marriage, um, they went all the way down, got the divorce. She's left without spousal support. There's no communication. There's struggles. Let me ask you this question, Christine. Did you have any conversation in your um, previous marriage about money with your spouse? We tried many times to have that conversation, and every single time he would say, we don't want to talk about this. As long as we're both working, we'll be fine. Hmm. So we had a a dual-income family, and I would say, we need to talk about it. We've got three kids. We've got to figure out how are we going to make ends meet. We've got to figure out if we can go on a vacation at some point down the road. We need to figure out if we're going to be able to up." grade the house and keep it running, Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. And he would just never, ever, ever, ever talk about finances. And I know from a a few friends of mine that a lot of women struggle with that same exact thing. Their, Their husbands just won't share with them what's going on with the books, won't share with them. I didn't even know how much my husband made. He wouldn't even tell me what his income level was. And not to pick on you, Tony, but you're a guy in the room. Why do you think men do that? Oh, I think it's an ego thing. I think it's a control thing. I mean, that's that's really all it is. Um, are, are they ashamed that they're not, not making more? I mean, I, I really don't know. Um, it's probably ego and control because mm-hmm. that's what comes to control uh, a lot of men. Mm-hmm. Do you have any advice um, for the men out there uh, if they're listening? Because we actually do get guys that listen. Um, what would you share with them if that's their philosophy right now in life? I just think if you want to have a mutual, loving, and respectful relationship, there is power in vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And just share. Be transparent. Be communicative. You will attract your spouse to you a lot more by sharing mm-hmm. and being vulnerable than you will by being a control freak, egomaniac. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we got to remember what the Bible says. The Bible says for men to love their wives like Christ loves the church. And I think that's really important to to hold her up and uh, communicate with her as well. So ladies, I'm so thankful that wise Tony is here to share with the men that are listening about that. And if you're in that situation, ladies, where your husband is not willing to talk about finances um, or willing to involve you in the day-to-day um, aspects of money, I'm going to ask you to do one thing first. Pray. I really want you to start to pray. I want you to give it to God. You know, Bible says you don't have if you don't ask. And so I really want you to lift that up and share uh, with God what your feelings are and what your situation is. 
Um, Christine, I want to jump back into your story for just a minute, if I can. Can you share a little bit more with our listeners about your experience and what advice you have for them? Um, Well, I think that you just have to keep it simple and take one day at a time and don't let the panic overtake your your brainwaves, basically. Um, I remember when I was in that situation in the townhome, and like I said, to find your tribe, to hang with the, the right people is really important because if you start hanging out with negative people, you're going to just bring yourself into a deeper depression and you're going to feel really alone and you're going to feel like you don't have anybody that can help you. And so um, lucky for me at that instance, I had a really great w- group of women and good friends that I could speak with. Um, I went to the church, like I said, and that's, it's just becoming a, a part of a kind and loving community mm-hmm. that really need, that gives you that um, support that you that you need going through a tough time like this. And I did a lot of reading, a lot of self-help, a lot of reading that would teach me uh, educated type things instead of watching Netflix mm-hmm. at night. Mm-hmm. So the more that you learn and the more information that you have, the more that you're going to be able to help yourself in the long run. So if it's, you know, finance books or self-help books or something like that. And then the other thing that I'd said was just to keep it simple and, and cut back and, and don't buy things that you don't need. And if you don't have the money to pay cash for it, then just keep saving until you can buy it. Um, you know, mow your own lawn, stop coloring your hair, mm-hmm. get your nails done, eat in more. Yep. Yep, absolutely. And, you know, I can't imagine how, if you're listening and you're in the same situation, I can't imagine how difficult it is to go from one lifestyle that you were familiar with and comfortable with to now um, losing everything Mm -hmm. and and just having to pull yourself up by your bootstraps in Christ. Um, And and becoming debt-free is really the importance of all of that. Yes. Um, And there's a lot of podcasts, websites, et cetera. But if you guys need guidance and help in that, I know that Tony Parr with the Parr McKnight Financial Group uh, wealth Management Group will help you guys with that. Um, do you have a phone number for them, Tony, that they can call? 612-324-0231. Do they have to be big, wealthy clients? Shug, we love what we do, and we are happy to make time on our calendar for anybody that's struggling or has an issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, conversations are absolutely free, and uh, you know, God put a talent in our hand, at least we think he did, Yeah. Uh, and we're here to share that talent with anybody else. So. Awesome. Okay, ladies, I know you just got a pencil, so repeat the phone number for us again, Tony. 612-324-0231. Awesome. I love it. Now, I trust him. You guys, I, I got to say, I'm going to put my reputation on the line. Um, I, I know Tony. I trust him. I would not hesitate to tell you he will not steer you wrong. That's for sure. And, you know, Scripture tells us in Philippians 4, 6 to 7, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. I absolutely love that. Christine, can I ask you to share a little bit about um, your children and what they were able to witness? And what do you think that your example taught them through this experience? Hmm, That's a good question. (laughs) Hmm. Um, My oldest son, Nelson, is just a strong, caring, loving kid. And um, I think that he struggled a little bit with his his dad's reaction. Mm -hmm. And it made him realize that he was never going to do that. So with his current girlfriend, they have the 51% rule in their house. 
And that basically is to do a little bit more than you would expect anyone to do. Because if you don't do that, then the other person has to pick up the slack. Mm, That's a good rule. Yeah. So I think that he learned that. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're very open with their finances and they talk about everything like that. That's good. Connor is 21 and he's still in school. Um, And so he's just a, a really loving boy and has a big open heart and... You know, I think that just he's such a mama's boy and he just made sure that I was always taken care of in whatever way that he could provide. Mm-hmm. So he's just a real sweetheart. And I don't think he's going to have an issue either. Right. Yeah. Uh, Connor's super frugal. And uh, and he is just um, he was just here recently for a three week break. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's a vegetarian. And he's he's kind of the tree hugger in the family. He's very concerned about <laughs> yes. the environment. Yeah. And he makes us better people. I mean, mm-hmm. he's a little extreme, but he makes us better people. Mm-hmm. And he's just a joy to have around. And I have the privilege of working with Nelson, who seems to be a young man that's never had a bad day in his life. I, I mean, that. I've never seen Nelson in a bad mood. And he's got mom's internal mm-hmm. light. Yeah. Um, Connor does, too. Uh, I don't spend quite as much time with Connor because I get to see Nelson more than his mother does. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're both <laughs> joyful, wonderful kids. You know, we got to remember, too. I mean, life is going to throw us problems, situations, issues, you know, the highs and the lows and our struggles. And, and we're real women. When we unify and come alongside each other, ladies, I really want you to, if you're in a a situation where you can walk alongside someone who's in a a divorce situation, they're struggling, come alongside them, pray for them, be with them. And you know what the cool thing is, Christine, about all this? I got to tell you, I I would put money on it. That's probably not good gambling during a finance (laughs) show, but I would put money on it that um, your kids have learned so much by watching mom pick herself up and make herself successful in Christ, leaning into Christ, leaning into what God has allowed you. And, you know, to let your kids see the highs and lows Mm -hmm. as well, and and how you navigate that in Christ, I'm sure made a huge impact. Yeah. The only thing I would say that I probably did wrong and I wish that I could redo was with my daughter. She was living with me when we had gotten divorced. The other two were in in school. was that she probably suffered a little bit more than they did because she was with me all the time. Mm -hmm. And so she did see a lot of the downs. And I would say, you know, don't put that pressure on the kids Mm -hmm. um, to just be careful of not crying too much in front of them when you're going through your hard times. Yeah. Yeah. What did you find was successful with your kids to lift you up? Oh, definitely just, um, you know, creating activities, family Mm -hmm. activities, cooking together as a family is just a great thing, you know, flip on some music and, and, uh, cook together and then playing games, just even if it's a board game at late night table and going for walks, taking our dogs for a walk or rollerblading and turning on your music and just like really enjoying the sunset that you see and just making sure that you're pointing out how grateful and and in gratitude of how much you do have. Yes. Even when you're thinking that you don't have it, that you do. I think that is an awesome recommendation. What do I have? You know, what, how has God blessed me instead of concentrating on what you don't have? Correct. That's such wonderful wisdom. Thank you, Christine. Tony, do you have, you kind of witnessed some of this as well um, when you guys got reunited after sixth grade. Um, Can you just share a little bit of wisdom with our listeners um, as we wrap up? Oh, I just admire Christine's positivity and perseverance and, um, 
and she just lights up people around her. I mean, mm-hmm. she's just a positive person. I can and see that. She's a giver and she's a lifter, and that's why I love her so much. And yesterday we were having uh, dinner together, and she was listening to a podcast, and she said, let's listen to this at dinner. We normally mm-hmm. just talk, right? No TV, no yeah. podcast, but it was, it was Oprah and Bishop. I think it's TJ Frakes is his name. Mm-hmm. And he basically said, uh, people have to have something that doesn't move when the waves of life crash, mm-hmm. and, and that's Christ for us. Um, and he also said somebody died last night and they wish that they had the breath that you took this morning. Mm. Right. So no matter how difficult things are, we're breathing. We're alive. Amen. And God is with us. God is with us. Ladies, if you don't know Jesus, today's the day. I know it is. He wants you to invite him in your life. He's a gentleman. He's waiting for you to say yes to him. Um, and if you haven't done that before, it's a simple prayer, inviting him into your life. Ladies, I am so blessed to have Tony Parr here with the Parr McKnight Wealth Management Group and his beautiful wife, Christine Parr, as she shared about real women, real stories, and the heartaches and joys in Christ. Ladies, until next time, this is Sugbury, Him for Her Radio, over and out.